Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Evolve and Elevate podcast. Today, we're talking about everything you need to know to change your body composition, okay? So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about everything from fat loss to muscle building to avoiding the bullshit diets, all that fun stuff so that you can actually see progress and hit your goals, okay? Ultimately, that's what we're here for. So if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to build muscle, get strong, this is going to be for you. And so this is how we do it. So the first thing that you have to understand when we're trying to lose weight, build muscle, do all these things is that... When you're trying to change your body composition, it is very different than trying to just lose weight, okay? So when you're like, I want to tone up, I want to look like I have muscle mass, I want to feel strong, I want to do all these things, it's going to look so different than just seeing the number on the scale move. And so mentally, that can cause a lot of chaos because you're like, every time I step on the scale, it's not going down, it's supposed to go down if I eat all these healthy foods, you know, it's supposed to go down if I lose weight, it's supposed to go down if I'm doing the right thing, it's supposed to go down if I'm working out. And so a lot of the times we end up kiboshing our progress because we're not willing to wait long enough in order to see our um, basically our process put to fruition, right? We're not able to get to the very end of what we're trying to do in order to see that progress. And so we keep bouncing back and forth, losing weight, gaining muscle, losing weight, gaining muscle, losing fat, not losing fat. And so it gets very, very overwhelming. Because after a while, it's like, how the hell do I actually like get to a point where I'm actually seeing the progress that I want to see eating the foods I love to eat, and also like seeing the scale go down, right? It's very like mindfucky. So this is how you actually change your body composition so that you stop being so confused every time things are not going the way that you thought they would. Okay, so the first thing is, is that you have to reevaluate and reset expectations. If you're expecting the scale to go down one to two pounds a week while you are eating 1800 calories, I'm sorry, ladies, for most of us, that's not going to be a thing. Okay, it's really not Um, at least not the first time around. Okay, like, yes, you can eat more food and still see fat loss. But there's phases to this. I don't look the way that I look right now, because of one phase over the last 10 years, I've done multiple phases over the course of the last 10 years that got me to where I'm at right now. Drop some fire if you're listening to the live stream if this makes sense. Okay, so right now, you are like, Oh, well, I'm like, I have to lose 50 pounds. So I'm going to go from here to here, basically do the whole damn thing in one go. And I'm going to look the way that I want to look, not necessarily. Okay. If you've spent years putting on muscle, yes, you might look the way that you want to look when you start to lose fat. But like, if you haven't really been consistent and you've been following a bunch of diets on and off for the last like ever, you might have a rude awakening that like, it's going to take a second. And I'm saying this because I know it's not what you want to hear. But like, do you want to do this? Or do you want to do this? Right? Like, if you want to actually see the weight come off and keep it off forever, this is the no bullshit you need to hear. Okay, because once you reset your expectations, when you start seeing that, like six weeks, like tone it up and blah, 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 blah. Like, don't get me wrong, we do starter programs. But I'm never promising that you're going to lose 50 pounds in six weeks. That's a, that's ridiculous. Right. But when you get on these things, or when you see that someone has lost 80 pounds in 16 weeks, I love that for them. But like, oh, like, what's the method? How'd you do it? 
How much weight did they have to lose? Like, there's a lot of shit that goes on into that equation that I'm like, red flag, right? And so when you're looking at like what you're actually supposed to do, this is the easiest way and the most sustainable way for you to actually see progress. Okay. So the first thing is we're going to talk about nutrition. We're going to talk about food. We're going to talk about accountability today. Okay. First thing is nutrition, nutrition, literally eat within your calories. Now you're like, oh my God, what are my calories though? Fair question. Okay. Your calories are going to be whatever you eat normally is probably your maintaining your maintenance range. So the first week, seven days, just track what you're eating. Literally, that's it. I know you don't want to track forever, but you need to have a starting spot. And so this is your starting spot. Okay, seven days of tracking or seven days of like having some idea, you can write it down, you can take photos of it, some idea as to what you're consuming, you need to know the total amount. It's kind of like when you get a paycheck every two weeks, you need to know how much money is coming in so you can figure out what you can afford, right? So this is what we have. Then what you're going to do is like, look at the scale for the last like one to two weeks. Is it going down? Is it going up? Is it the same? Are your photos the same? Are they not the same? Now, if you haven't been taking photos or weighing yourself, you have like one to two weeks of you just collecting data. That's literally the first like two to three weeks is collecting data and just figuring out what you're doing. Okay. And again, a lot of you ladies are going to be like, I want this now. Y'all have wanted it for the last 10, 15, 20 years. Give me three weeks. Okay. Give me three weeks of this. Okay. Because a lot of I, like, I get this all the time. They're like, well, I want to like start seeing progress like right away. I'm like, I understand that. But like, I also need data in order to tell you how to change this. So let's just do it right. And the thing is, is that if you do it right, you normally don't have to do it again. So right now you keep starting something, stopping something, starting something, stopping something. But if you actually do it right, then you don't stop, which means that this is the last time that you have to have your day one, right? And so that's awesome. And so similar to like when you go to school, it takes a little bit more time, but you end up with a for sure outcome. Same thing with this. You end up with a for sure outcome because you actually do things properly. You're not trying to rush it. You're not doing a six week online course. It's going to expedite you there only to find out that you wasted your money and no one will take you. Okay. So like, this is how you do it properly. Seven days, track your shit. Okay. Take some photos. Take like, do the scale. If you'd like to do the scale, if you don't just do the photos, I don't care. Just do the photos. Okay. So three weeks of this, are you maintaining, losing, or gaining on these calories? That is the first thing that you need to figure out, okay? If you are gaining weight on these calories, if the scale keeps creeping up, I work in five pound increments. So if you guys are going up more than five pounds, you've gained weight, okay? If you're like less than five pounds, I'm like, yeah, it's water, it's a fluctuation, it's whatever. Some people fluctuate like five to 10 pounds, but you normally see that with more data. So again, we're keeping this very general today. I'm just trying to give you some general advice as to how to get started here. Because again, as a beginner, there's so much shit out there. I don't want to confuse you anymore. So just again, within five pounds, that's kind of like your, your golden buzzer, okay? And I don't mean from Wednesday to Friday. So if you weigh yourself on Wednesday and you're five pounds up and then Friday, you're five pounds down and then Sunday, you're five pounds up again, you're not up five pounds. I'm talking like three weeks in a row, you keep seeing the thing just climb, 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 climb. That's what I'm talking about, okay? Doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. It's not good. It's not bad. It just is. It just means that you're eating too much food for your activity level. You're gaining weight, okay? So what we're going to do is basically make sure that for our food, we are either maintaining. So we, we see relatively the same within that five pound difference. We're, we're around there or we're losing weight, okay? So you're either losing weight or you're maintaining around the same. Most of you are going to be maintaining around the same. Not a bad thing. This is actually really good, okay? So then we're going to look at our training. For our training, we are going to incorporate strength training two to three times a week. You can do whatever you want. 
Um, normally I recommend for starters, like six to eight exercises, normally two to three sets, three to tends to be pretty sore for you guys, but two to three sets um, of each exercise. And you want to do things that work multiple muscles. So squats, lunges, I know you hate them, but you can get good at them. I promise push-ups, you can do them elevated. They don't have to be on the ground. You can do rows with other dumbbells, bands, you know, cables at the gym, whatever works. You can do it at home or at the gym. It's fine. And then we're also going to do things like isolation movements. So for example, this is how you figure it out. So basically pick like three or four of those compound movements. So your lunges, your squats, your rows, your pushups, your shoulder press, whatever works best for you. Okay. Then you're going to pick two to three isolation movements. So whether that is a glute bridge and eh, glute bridge kind of still a compound, but I think it's like, it's less intense, you know? So like you could do a glute bridge, glute bridge. Um, we got some bicep curls some tricep extensions. Um, if you're access to a gym, leg extensions, uh, leg curls, things like that. Okay. You're going to do two of those and that's going to be your workout thing for like three to four weeks. That's it. Okay. Super easy. Just make sure you get started again. We're not trying to become bodybuilders here. We're trying to literally just like start. We're just starting. Okay. So then we're going to do that. Accountability wise, honestly, join our free group. I'm just going to cut the shit. Join our free group. It's the best one out there. It's fucking awesome. And whenever you have a question, you actually will get an answer. It's not like some freaking sales pitch. Cause honestly in that free group, all we do is just try and help you. Like, I think there's a lot of, um, I think there's a lot of misconceptions because I know that a lot of trainers are trying to sell you into a program. Obviously, I would love for you to join our program. However, I get that not everyone's in that spot. I've been in that spot where I wasn't able to do it either. So the thing is, is that like we are generally trying to help you. So if you need help and you don't want to ask for it, but you know that you should, that is the group to join. Okay. So get fit and focus is our free group. You're more than welcome to join it. And basically we have like workouts. There's like um, lives in there. This lives in there. We have like all this kind of stuff, like challenges, things like that in there. You guys get access to our challenges first, all that fun stuff. Right. And so like, it's a good place to go ask questions and get like actual answers like this, right? We're not going to give you a bullshit answer. And also the ladies in that community are not going to give you a bullshit answer. I cannot tell you how many times I go on mom groups and I'm like, what the fuck is everyone talking about in these mom groups? Like, they're like, yeah, I did keto and I lost 40 pounds. I'm like, she's not asking about what you did. She's asking like what she should do when she just had a baby. And so like, or like, the other thing that really kills me, I'll be totally honest. I love when people put in like who their favorite trainer is on those groups. That doesn't mean that it's the best person for you, right? Like I could be a fantastic trainer, but if you have a C-section or if you've had uh, pelvic floor issues, coach Ash is the girl that you should be going to, right? Like I'm not that girl. Um, or like if you are someone who struggles with like mobility and you struggle with like you have intense knee pain, like knee and sciatica where you can barely move. Coach Mike, who does our in person, is probably going to be the person for you. But you're tagging me. You see what I'm saying? So like you got to watch that stuff because even like though that your friend refers somebody, it has to be the right person for you. So the problem is, is that like if you talk to that coach, sometimes they do a really shitty job of like actually connecting you with someone who can help you. They just decide that they're the best coach because they want a new client. So you really need to look at that. Um, I'm grateful at this point that like, we're not really in a spot where, you know, we're like dying to get clients. We've got tons of clients, people message us all the time. And so the thing is, is like, if I can't help you, I'm going to send you to somebody that can, right? And so understanding like when you're trying to change your body composition, when you're trying to do things right this time, you need to make sure that your sources are accurate, okay? So for accountability, making sure that you're getting help, but you're getting help from people that like are where you want to be or know their shit. Like don't go get help from like your aunt Susan. Don't ask her to be accountable when she has never worked out on a program longer than two weeks in her entire life. It's not going to work out well and you're going to get mad at her. You're going to be like, you're the reason why I can't lose weight. 
No, it's just she's never been consistent. You picked a shitty source, right? Um, so for accountability, it's super important. Um, and I also find being totally transparent again, because I want you guys to be successful. Ladies always say that they want accountability and then you actually hold them to a standard and they don't like it. So please make sure that you're actually in a spot where like if someone was like, hey, you're actually not doing what you need to be doing, you need to be doing this. Um, and not that like it has to be like very conf like it doesn't have to be confrontational. I think people get accountability and confrontation very like mixed up. Confrontation is like, hey, what the hell did you do? Blah 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 blah. Like accountability is like, hey, this is the goal that we're working towards. You're doing this right now. I need us to like to steer to this direction. Is that cool? Okay, that's accountability is just like keeping you on track. And so like, if you just like want to rant and you want to stay stuck, then like accountability is probably not where you're at. Accountability is like, hey, when you bring me a problem, I'm going to bring you a solution. So make sure that you're ready for that because that's a big thing too. Okay. So nutrition training, we talked about accountability. How do we mesh this all together? So, and expectations, we talked about that also. So with expectations, again, the expectation over the first four to eight weeks of starting a body recomposition phase, which is where we're gaining muscle, losing fat, and trying to basically get our calories up. It is basically a reverse diet. If you guys think of what a diet is, it diet is dieting. It is low calories. It is like, you know, um, making sure that we are doing more um, exercise, all this kind of stuff. So what would a reverse diet be? A reverse diet is going to be not dieting. It is going to be not seeing the scale change. It is going to be actually like putting on muscle. It is going to be like not focusing on fat loss. It is going to be focusing on healing our relationship with food. That is what a reverse diet is. It literally is in the name, but I think people get confused. They're like, oh, I can still lose weight on reverse diet. Yes and no. So technically, when you are reverse dieting, if your calories are super fucking low, like 1200 calories, and say I bump them up to 13, 14, 1500 calories, you still might be burning like 2000 calories. Have you guys ever watched your like looked at your watch and been like, I'm burning 2800 calories a day, but like my food is at 1200 and I'm not seeing progress. So not that you can't. So there's a misconception where it's like, if I'm eating very low calories, I'm going to like lose, I'm not going to lose weight because I'm eating too low. No, that's not how that works. If I starved you, you would die. Okay. So that's not how that works. But how it works is basically that a lot of the times is that it'll come up in sneaky ways. So for example, like you'll be eating low calories and then all of a sudden one day or like a few days during the week, you'll get really snacky. You'll start eating a lot of food at night. You'll start over consuming alcohol. Um, you'll eat like if you eat one thing, you're like, oh my God, I got to finish that whole pack. That's a good sign that you're under eating. Okay. That's a very good sign. And so when we're reverse dieting and going through a body composition change, what we're looking at is building up muscle adding muscle mass to us. We are reverse dieting. We are not dieting. We are not looking for the scale to change, right? Dieting, scale changes, lowering food intake, normally increasing energy export or like output, like your cardio, your workouts, etc. And overall, we are eating less food. Okay, that's the goal. Reverse diet, eat more food, eat more protein. We are focusing on building muscle. We are focusing on healing our relationship with food. That is what most of you have to do first. Okay, so we do that first. It takes about four to eight weeks. What are you going to see in that time? Your photos are going to change. Your energy is going to improve. Your digestion will improve. Your sleep will improve. Your mood will improve. Uh, you will find that you have more muscle mass. You feel stronger. Your workouts go better. You actually have the energy to go work out, okay? All these things will improve. And then on top of it, when you take photos, normally you see that your muscle mass is increased and your body fat is decreased, okay? And now this is the other misconception that I get a lot of. When this happens, muscle does not weigh more than fat, okay? A pound of muscle, a pound of fat weighs the same amount. 
What happens though, is that normally we have this shift where you have gained a pound of muscle, lost a pound of fat. So normally you end up weighing around the same amount because you've kind of just like switched things. It's kind of like if I had a cup and it was half full of water and then I filled it with Coke and it was still halfway through, like still half of the, uh, the glass full, it's still going to be the same amount. It's still going to weigh the same amount. It's just a different substance. Okay. Um, and now obviously when you have like muscle mass, we know the benefits of it. If you don't, I will list them off, send me a message, right. Of having more muscle mass and fat mass. I'm not going to get into that today, but those benefits are also going to come on top of all the other benefits that I've already listed. Okay. So those are the things that we're looking at. And so as we keep going, we keep lifting heavy, we keep eating food, all these things, we're going to see a change in our body composition. It also allows us to get to a calorie amount that is high enough that we can then try to diet or lose weight again. Okay. So if you're at 1200 calories, there's not really anywhere that you can go. Okay. And you're going to find you have a hard time sticking to your diet. Like you don't really want to work out. You're exhausted. You're going to the bathroom like every other day. You feel like shit. You're irritable. Um, you know, you're like, why am I eating so little food? And I literally look worse. Like by the end of the month, I feel like my photos just look worse and worse because again, your body is just basically breaking down muscle mass and there's just no point. Okay. Like there's no point of basically going down that road. You've hit rock bottom. Congratulations. It's time to move up. Okay. So that's kind of like where we're at. And so as we start changing, once we get to a, a enough calories that, you know, we're able to like reduce them and not see like crazy, uh, basically biofeedback markers, just changing like crazy. Like, so for example, like we lower the calories, but your digestion still stays the same. We lower the calories, but you know, your energy is still good. You still want to work out. You're still getting stronger. Um, that's a good sign, right? And so as you are increasing calories, say you're at 1200, we get you up to like 14, 15, 1600 calories, right? Eventually we stop our reverse diet. You're at 17 to 1800 calories. And then essentially like you're going to then go down and that would be your diet phase, right? You don't have to end up at 1200. The goal is, is that when you actually go to do like a cut or a, a weight loss phase that you are still losing weight on a higher amount of calories. So where before you might have had to bottom out at 1200 calories, this time we were able to lose weight, keep up our resistance training, see all our like most of our biofeedback feedback markers improve. And we're eating like 14 to 15 to 1600 calories. And then the more that you do that, where you bump the calories up, then you drop down, you bump the calories up, then you drop down things like that, you're able to to bring that bottom number up to a point where you're then able to sustain or like maintain your body weight at like 18, 1900 calories. It's a lot easier. So then that's how you see all these people who are like eating more food. They're like eating whatever they want. They're working out, they're doing all their things, but they don't really live a very restricted lifestyle. It's because they've built their calories up to a point where they can pretty much eat whatever they want and still like maintain their body weight, right? Because they have more muscle mass, they have good habits, they've improved their protein, their water intake, all these things so that they're able to see that progress long term. Does that make sense? So I find that happens quite a bit um, where we get that misconception of like, what is a body composition phase or like, how do you do a recomp? That's how you do it but it takes longer than just one cycle. It takes like a few cycles to actually do it. One of our clients, I was going to say Taylor has done a fantastic job. She was eating 1200 calories and we've actually gotten her up to the point where she's eating like 3,100 calories consistently. Right. And she's still able to maintain like a 19% body fat, which is like very low. It's like athlete level. And it's because she does have a higher, um, 
output in terms of like cardio and in, per- in terms of like workouts. Um, she's a very active person. Um, but she's also was just very diligent in her reverse dieting. And she was okay for a while, like, you know, gaining a little bit of body fat in order to see that progress. Like guys, I don't walk around like super lean all year round. But it's also because like, I was really focused on putting on a lot of muscle, right? Like I really wanted to put muscle on, and I didn't want to waste time. So it's like, yes, there's a certain like, I guess, luxury of staying roughly the same amount of weight and just seeing like a little bit of change. But at the same time, it's like, if you want to see those bigger changes, then you need to be doing willing to do things that a lot of people aren't willing to do. And so like, for example, like, um, you know, for for me, for example, I was like, really stuck after my show, like I had lost a lot of weight, I was like, shit, like, what do I do? And I just decided to focus on building muscle. But like, when I had those thoughts creep in of like, the scale is going up a little bit, or like, you know, oh, my God, like, I'm putting on too much body fat or whichever, like, yeah, there's a point where like, yeah, you might have to like, tone it down a bit. Like if you just decided to go ham, and you've just like put on a shit ton of weight, yeah, like you might have to just like watch that a bit because you don't want to put on like a ridiculous amount of body fat. But at the same time, like if you put on a little bit and you're still underneath like 22% and you're like within that healthy range, like that's okay. That's okay. Like you don't have to be 15% body fat all the time. You're going to notice you don't want to be. That's like ripped abs, like all that shit. It's like, it's great, but you're super tired. You're super hungry. You're thinking about food all the time. Like it's not ideal for most people. So the thing is, is like, how do we sit in that healthy range, still see muscle gain, still see fat loss, still feel good in our bodies. It's literally making sure that we're okay with the fact that this might take a little bit longer. So if I'm being totally transparent from the time that you start this step-by-step, The first body composition phase is going to take you about three to four months. Okay. It's going to take you about three to four months. You are still going to see changes in that time. You are still going to have a lot of other experiences in that time. Honestly, summer is a great time to do it. And you're able to hit that next level in terms of your muscle mass, your biofeedback markers, all this kind of stuff. Right. And then after that, then you can talk about doing a weight loss phase, but I don't normally recommend doing it first. It doesn't normally go well. It's normally when you like you go to try something, you're like, I can never stick to this. My body's broken. There's no way I can do this. It's like, yeah, because you are trying to literally empty an empty gas tank. Like there's nothing left. You don't have anything else to go lower. You just can't like you just can't. And your body keeps telling you that over and over again. And you just keep resisting it. Okay. What's the ideal body fat in general? really depends anywhere from like 18 to 25%, I would say is like healthy. Some people can sit around 30 still see healthy indicators. I don't really go through body fat levels, I go through like health indicators. So like, what are your what is your heart rate? Um, What is your, um, you know, like, how is your actual heart doing like your heart, your lung health? Are you able to go up a flight of stairs without being you know, like without being winded? Are you able to actually work out and move your body? Do your joints hurt all the time? Things like that. Because even though, for example, I'll give you an example. Um, Mary asked this question on Instagram. If I gain like 10 pounds more than where I'm at right now, my joints hurt. My asthma, like it gets worse. Like I find a lot of other things happen. Like my digestion feels funny. All these other things kind of start to go a little bit off, but I'm not necessarily like overweight or over body fat percentage. Right. So I think everyone has a range, but I would say that like most of the time where I find people are most comfortable is like 19 to 23% is tends to be like where people are comfortable. They feel good in their clothes. They're like their health indicators are in a good spot. They can run, they can jump, they can do things. Their joints aren't hurting. Their muscle is like improving. Like they, they feel good. They can move all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of like where I sit. Um, and they're still able to enjoy some of the foods that they enjoy in moderation. So that's kind of like where I would sit it. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty much it guys. I guess like in terms of body composition, the last thing that we got to cover is like, you know, adjusting calories. How do you do that? This is kind of where it gets a little tricky. I find this part even tricky for myself to like 
adjust calories and be objective with it is that essentially like once you see the data, you have to follow the data. So for example, like after two or three weeks, when you are um, in a spot where you figured out you're maintaining, you're gaining, you're losing, things like that, then what you're going to do is you're either going to adjust it 100 calories up or 100 calories down. And you're basically just going to keep doing that. So like after two weeks, okay, so in the last two weeks, I dropped weight, awesome. So we're going to keep it the same. If it starts to plateau, we kind of adjust 100 calories, go from there. Um, but again, it's very tricky to do a body recomp phase or like a basically like adding calories into your own diet a lot of women struggle with that. So this is kind of where like accountability coaching kind of comes into play. Because when you're adding calories, it goes against everything that you know, your whole mindset, everything in your body is going to be like lower calories. And so I find you have to find someone you trust more than yourself in order to lead you through that in order to see the best progress possible. Like you can still do it. But if your mindset has been like, I need to lose weight, I need to do this, I need to like all this stuff. And then you're now adding calories in. And like, can you see the photos objectively that like you're doing what you're supposed to do? You can see that you're losing weight in certain areas. Not always. To be honest, I still have like pretty terrible body dysmorphia with stuff like that. Like I will see a photo of myself and I'm like, it looks the fucking same, <laughs> right? Like I just don't see it. Whereas someone else is going to see that. So when you're looking at your photos, if you can't objectively look at them, um, it might be best to get help with this because it's something that's hard to do on your own when you've been like so, so wrapped up in it, if that makes sense. So again, can do it on your own, explain how to do it. It's just how to do it is one thing doing it is another. So if you're struggling with mindset and stuff, just let me know and I'll see if I can help. Okay. So yeah, so ladies, everything you need to know about changing your body composition, honestly, it's a beginner edition. I hope it helped. Again, we can get into more nitty gritty stuff. If you guys like this, just make sure that you screenshot it, share it and tag me in it with your favorite part of the episode. Um, I hope you're having the best day ever. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.